another week means it's another episode of Two Player Split Screen, episode 14, I believe. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Tyler Berry. Not to my left, but directly <laughs> in front of me, Blake Schultz. Howdy, howdy. How's everyone doing? It's a, it's a good day. It's it a good, a good week. Day. It's raining in Los Angeles, so the drought is over. That's not how droughts work. That's my understanding nope. of water. Nope, that's not how that works. <laughs> Uh, Mario Maker came out, which is great. We'll oh, get man. into that in a little bit. Um, Destiny the Taken King came out today, which is great. I'm very excited about it. And uh, we got a lot of Amiibos oh, in man. the past few days. So many. So why don't we, as always, get into our Amiibo update. Yep. Awesome. So guys, this was uh, Wave 5B, is what everyone's been calling it. I've just been calling it Wave 5 and combining everything. Um, so we had Olimar, Dr. Mario... Zero Suit Samus, Ganondorf, Bowser Jr., and the classic Mario Amiibo, both in modern and classic colors. Uh, Tyler, what did you end up picking up from this wave? Uh, I got everything except uh, BJ. Nice. Yep. Who is abundant in all Toys R Us. Yeah, I probably need to go. I might. I probably need to go grab that before it's not abundant anymore. Yeah. But. Yeah, it seems like everyone was pretty much posting that. Like even a few days later, they're still readily and readily available in a lot of Toys R Uses. So yeah. that's encouraging. That's good news. That and the Doctor Mario is also pretty common at all the targets. Really, it seems like that's been kind of flooding the shelves. Good, which is good because this was supposed to be what exclusive toys are about. It's about just going there and being like, I found my thing, not it being scarce and impossible right. to come by, like water in Los Angeles. Right. Um, but I actually had a lot of fun on this wave because I decided, I sometimes work nights, I get off around 11.30, mm -hmm. I was driving back, it was midnight, and I figured, why not swing by the Toys R Us, I'm not going to camp out overnight, I don't have that in me anymore. And uh, I ended up meeting four guys, the only four dudes who were outside of the Toys R Us in Burbank, um, and they had a projector set up with Super Smash Brothers on the wall of the Toys R Us. They had a cooler of just sodas and everything else, no beer. They might have had some somewhere, but they didn't have any readily available. Yeah. And we're just hanging out. And they ended up pretty much just being like, hey, what's up? And I got to talking to all of them. And it was a really nice moment of just kind of realizing how great this little community can be. Yeah. And I kind of got to talking to them. But it turns out that all four of them only became friends through waiting for these Amiibos. That's and, really funny. That's really cool. Right? And I thought it was just such a fun, like... There's so much negativity in both the Amiibo community and the video game community these days that it was really nice to just see like a bunch of people just hanging out, getting everyone together, kind of what it's all about for both those things. It's just a fun activity that's supposed yeah. to bring people together. Um, so big shout out to those guys. Yeah, that's awesome. That's really cool. Um, like and you said, it's just nice to see some level of positivity. Of camaraderie yeah. and kindness. Because no we're certainly not used to that these days. I know. It's crazy. And uh, speaking of that, too, I met a guy um, whose name I did get, Chase Croche, who's also in our uh, Amiibo California Collector. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to him and shout out to that group also because yeah. they're super, that's a super good super little rad. group of guys and girls who all like to, you know, support each other's Amiibo yeah. habits in any ways that they can so that's always good yeah and he was a super cool guy too i ended up talking to him outside of a GameStop. i ended up going at like eight just because i wanted my classic mario for Amiibo sure. pretty bad for sure which that was awesome they had 12 of them there's only two there's, there's me him and one other guy 
But uh, Chase was super cool too, so big shout out to him and big shout out to his. He does a podcast as well called The Creative Cast. So oh, big shout cool. out to that. He just interviews people in the creative community, songwriters, filmmakers, photographers, anything and everything. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, yeah, definitely go check that out. And um, this was a great way for the, both of those experiences. It was really nice to kind of get like a social aspect of everything. And then uh, me, I managed to knock out that GameStop run and then just went right back over to the Toys R Us, which there was a line around the building at the Toys R Us in Burbank. Wow, okay. Um, so luckily they ended up having 280 plus Bowser Juniors. And I tried so hard, Tyler, to tell them there were 12 Mario Maker Amiibos at that GameStop I was at. There were four people in line by the time I had left. That was it. So they had eight more. It was 9 o'clock, maybe 9.20 by the time I got in line at Toys R Us. And everybody around me, I was like, guys, go right now. Call them and go there. And they're like, no, they're sold out. And one guy was straight up like, I think you're lying so you can get ahead of me. And I was like, I'm not. Wow. I'm trying to help you out, man. Like, oh, hightail it over there. I was so tempted to be like, I can prove it. I have one in my car. And then I stopped myself because I don't trust everybody. Because outside of all those awesome people we met, there are not awesome people as well. Yeah, which is clear based on that guy's response to you trying to be helpful and him thinking that you were trying to screw him. Right. So that's, <laughs> man, that's, 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 that's kind of like the shitty thing that's come out of this whole situation is I'm sure there have been people who have been like, oh my God, they have like 13 of whatever over at this other store. You should go now. And... Well, it's like the scene in Jingle All the Way when they're just like, they've got him over there. And then everyone runs and the guy's like, <laughs> Yeah, that's a reference. Hey, man, Jingle All the Way is an American classic during the holidays. Sure. Just like Kindergarten Cop is an American classic. It's a noble tale of a kindergartner who becomes a cop. <laughs> Moving on. Sure. <laughs> so my two big things with this wave. Um, exclusive stock, so much better. It's great. I'm loving that. Yeah, that's like, awesome. Like that GameStop bundle was still up like a week ago. Yeah. It might still be up now. I, I think it's finally gone. So I almost hope so because that's just so many. Um, so my big question for you, now we're really just waiting for the Mii Fighter Amiibos from the Smash Wave and the Falco Wave. I think you and I are in the same boat of skipping the Mii Fighters. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I, yeah. I, part of me thinks that I'm going to change my mind when I actually see them, but I'm like, that's, not, that's like $40 I don't need to spend. Yeah. So but my that's big, $40 I can spend on the Mega Yarn Yoshi. Right. Which is exactly what's going to happen. So the big question, Falco shows up. I know there's some DLC characters in the pipeline as well. Is Falco the swan song for you for the Smash Wave, or are you going for Mewtwo, Ryu, Lucas? Oh, no. I mean, you just named three characters that I have to have, <laughs> so yeah, I'm going for the DLC. But after that, I think I'm done, man. Yeah. Yep. Unless they do another classic Mario or the Yarn Yoshi, something I, special. I mean, God, man. I think with some of the announcements that came out about LEGO Dimensions, which we'll get into later, I think that might end up being my new Vice starting in like 2016 yeah i mean gosh there's some great stuff going on with that especially with that voice cast which we'll talk about oh, later in a, in a segment later so awesome so yeah good wave this is probably the first one too where everything out of the gate i have all everything i needed no no stress no turmoil so you didn't have to you didn't have to try to mess with the amazon 
no. roll out or anything like Which, that. Which uh, Olimar was still up on it today. So really? people still need it at the time of going up. He was twelve ninety nine free with Prime shipping, which that is my only gripe. I ordered him. The same dudes outside Toys R Us were like, if you need Olimar, he's on Walmart right now. You might want to scoop him up. And I was like, hell yeah, thanks for the heads up. Four ninety nine shipping. Four ninety nine shipping. Shipment got delayed. Great. No way of canceling it and getting my money back. So I'm just sort of waiting. Great. Because I'd love to just cancel it and, and either have picked him up at GameStop or Toys R Us, which I could have done, or order him from Amazon, which I can do right now. That's my you only... You can't cancel it because the shipment got delayed? You should... I, that, that seems backwards it's to me. It's really backwards. Apparently, Walmart's rule is like, once it's in the shipping, it's, it's happening. Right, but I could go in there with a PS4 box full of rocks right now and be like, yeah, this PS4 doesn't work. I want my $400 back, and they'd probably give it to right. me. Right. God, that company's so fucking backwards, man. It's the worst. Awesome. Um, outside of that, there hasn't been a lot of big Amiibo news. There was, actually, right now, um, apparently the Mega Man Legacy Collection on 3DS. Right. If you've got a Mega Man Amiibo, he will unlock what's going to be 10 challenge levels, which Capcom is actually going to all of us, which in lieu of Mario Maker is fantastic. Create a Mega Man challenge, post it, top 10 winners, get in there. It's unlocked with a Mega Man Amiibo. That's pretty cool, but otherwise... That's really cool. I mean, we're just waiting on the rest of these Smash Waves now. Yeah, um, been... and uh, we got a new president of Nintendo, obviously, yep. uh, and he, they, Nintendo announced today that Nintendo Directs will indeed continue. Uh, I, I wasn't really aware that that was in jeopardy because they've been doing so well with them, but yeah. I guess maybe some people were worried that this new restructuring within the company was going to sort of change those kind of things, but it sounds like we're still going to get Nintendo Directs, so hopefully that next Direct it gives us some new Amiibo news along with... Um, what are we waiting on? Oh, I guess we're waiting on Star Fox. Yep, Star Fox, Zelda, Pokin. Right. So yeah, hopefully we hear some good stuff about that. But yeah, besides that, we're about to kind of hit a little bit of a lull. Um... <laughs> Which is almost nice. <laughs> yeah. We kind of need it. It's I'm almost tired. nice. Yeah. I mean, you've My got the three-pack showing up. My wallet's really tired. You get a month off till Falco and Mewtwo show up. And then it, it's kind of... I don't think we're, we're not going to have any more of these 13 wave sets and 10 exclusives. and. I'm okay with that. It's nice. I'm ready to get it's it nice. to where it's trickling down to like one or two, maybe three at a time. So. Well, we've talked about that before, where this Smash Wave was just so big that our partner yeah. was like, I, if they Oh, could've... well, I guess that's not really true because we have the Animal Crossing Wave. Yeah. And I'm yeah, sure we'll I guess we've got a, I guess we got a lot more than we're really thinking about. Yeah. But for you and me, we're kind of winding down a little bit, which is nice. Yeah. I know I have no connection to Animal Crossing. I know you're into it. I do. I, there's probably like two that I'm going to get, yeah. but that's pretty much it. Awesome. Well, uh, thanks. Is, is there anything else you've got for it, Tyler? No, no. I think that's it. Um, as always, that's our Amiibo update. Uh, so stick around for our next segment uh, where we'll be talking about uh, some Mario Maker initial impressions since it's yeah. been out for a few days now. So, as always, like, comment, subscribe on our YouTube page, and uh, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. And uh, reviews on iTunes. And we reviews on reviews. iTunes. We could use some. Uh, so, stick around, and we'll be back in just a minute.
Hey everyone, welcome back to Two Player Split Screen. Uh, for this next segment, we're gonna get into some Super Mario Maker. Uh, yeah, yeah. It came out this past Friday, September 11th. Sort of an unfortunate day for it to come out, but uh, alas, that's what happened. And uh, it's pretty fantastic game, I'm not gonna lie. Reviews have been great for it. Um, you picked it up right away yep. and have pretty much been obsessed with it, right? Yep. <laughs> Uh, so I love it. Uh, I think it's great. Super addicting. Right off the bat, the graphics in this game are gorgeous. Yeah. Like, I remember, if you're used to seeing, like, 8-bit Mario, and there's that nostalgia for it, and it always looks 8-bit, and, like, it's running off of an NES, or an emulator, or Super Mario All-Stars, and the SNES, this is, like, a, a beautiful HD coat of just, like, that art style, but how it would look now, and it looks so good. Mm -hmm. Um... Really impressive across all of them. That one, all four of them, Mario Brothers 3, Super Mario World, New Super Mario Brothers, which is surprisingly one of my favorite art styles to play with. That and the classic I really, ones. I've really enjoyed playing playing with that art style. It, I mean, like you said, it just looks fantastic. Yeah. Like, it looks so good in HD. I also found, um, I know we talked about a little bit in another episode where we were talking Mario Maker about kind of the, like, unlocking thing and how kind of goofy that seemed off yeah. the bat. In building the levels, I thought it was great because it's not overwhelming. Everything does kind of have like rules. And especially for somebody like my girlfriend, whose first experience with Super Mario was New Super Mario Brothers two weeks ago playing with me. Yeah. Uh, she built a maze, like just a giant labyrinth maze. Uh, and the first problem was she didn't realize that if you got a mushroom or a fire flower, you got bigger. So they're, they're, if you got a power-up, you just couldn't get into the maze. Oh, um, that's funny. So then she took that away. And then we got to... I, I was playing it for like 10 minutes and got to like just three bricks. And I was like, I'm, I'm on the right track, right? And she was like, yeah, it's, it's a maze. You'll figure it out. And I was like, okay, I can't, I can't find it. And she was like, well, there's three bricks. You've got to break them. And I was like, but babe, I can't do that. I'm not big. Oh... <laughs> So then, you had, so then we had to like adjust the whole level like up the two squares so you could get big and then get hit and get small. And then it was the same problem. It was, it's, so giving you all the tools slowly for somebody as new as they can be to Mario is great. Yeah. And even for somebody experienced in Mario like me who knows kind of all the rules and the intricacies, it was nice to have it because you really do have to be like, well, how far can I jump? What's this Goomba going to do here? What's mm -hmm. the Koopa going to do here? Like, there's so much trial and error involved um, that I found it was actually really nice not to just be like, here's everything. It also made it really fun. Like, unlocking things in games is always fun. So it made it really yeah. exciting to just interrupt your level and it'd be like, hey, you got some stuff. But they did sort of patch away the whole, like, yeah. nine days to unlock everything Thing, yeah. If if I recall your text messages to me correctly. Yeah. So now it's either you play the straight nine days, or you use all the items you have given to you, and build with them. You just you get all of them on the screen once, so they don't say new on them anymore, and then just build for. It, yeah, I think it's only supposed to be five or ten minutes, and maybe it's just because building levels is a slower process, so sometimes it feels more like 20. Okay. But just build for a while. Like, just mess around, and eventually it'll be like, a truck arrived earlier than expected. Oh, okay. boy. And they do a nice job of giving you a preview level in each one, so you can kind of see how all the new bits work. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah. Um, I think it's great. And some of the stuff you're seeing... 
there's those there's there's a handful of them where you just don't touch a thing. I love those. Yeah. Um, there's just a lot of like really innovative like user created levels already, and the game's only been out a few days, but. Yeah, the couple that come to mind are these two called Don't Press Anything and Don't Press Anything 2, which I think are in the top 10 of yeah. like most popular, most high-rated Don't Press levels Anything 1 is at the very top. It's number one, yeah, and it's so cool because like, it tells you in the title, Don't Press Anything, and that's how you beat, that's how you quote-unquote beat the level. It, it's obviously, it's not designed to be like a hardcore platforming Mario level. It's really just like, basically a way to sh like show off your skills and like your skills at building and your skills at getting the timing of every little piece and every little item right and it's it's so cool like I, it's not one you're gonna play a thousand times through but it's really it's one that you should definitely check out just once to see like someone who's clearly already mastered right this Mario creation, these Mario creation tools. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, it's it's an incredible achievement, and I almost wish there was a Twitch stream of him building it. Because I'd like to just see all of the, like, trial and error. Yeah, I'd like to see how long it actually that. took him to build. Oh, I'm sure that was a day or two. It had to be. I mean, <laughs> the timing is so, like... Precise. Precise, that it just must have taken forever, and it must have taken... There must have been times where, like... He had to, like, like, he wanted to use certain pieces that he couldn't use or certain items that he couldn't use. Uh, it was, just, yeah. man, it, it's just so well done. Everybody should definitely go check that level out. I mean, it's yeah. not hard to, it's, it'd be hard to miss. It's right at the top of the most popular level, so. Yeah. And there's so many, a really, and I was really surprised because I think everybody kind of was like, oh, God, all these levels are going to be very trolly. It's going to be 4,000 Bowsers. Ha, 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 you can't win. I'm surprised how many well-constructed or trying to be well-constructed. Like, it seems like a lot of people are really challenging themselves to make Mario levels, or they've almost found, like, a theme. Like, I found a lot that are, like, Goombas instead of Boos, and it's a haunted mansion, and every time there would be a Koop, a Goomba, or a Boo, rather, it's a Goomba, yeah. which makes the house very different in how it plays, or, like, somebody who focused on, um, I think it was called, like, the actual, like, final fight with Bowser and it's just one giant lava level and you get a clown car and Bowser's in a clown car and you're just dodging him in this like aerial battle wow. the entire time. That sounds really cool. It's really exciting. Or uh, I just played this morning, there was a Heat Man stage for Mega Man, which we talked a little bit before this. You really see how different those games work. Because one, no invisible blocks. Mm -hmm. So now it's just a really... Which is like, as we were talking about before the show, it's like one, like pretty much... At least for me, it was like the hardest the part hardest of that level. The hardest part of Mega Man, because there's so many just like jump. It's so, <laughs> and you've got to get the timing down so precise. So there's still like some precision, precision platform in it, in it, and he also did a good job of adding the like heat-seeking bullet bills. So there's pressure to like get across quickly. Um, but it's also interesting to notice how different those characters jump. So he's made a beautifully reconstructed level of mm -hmm. Mega Man that I can jump over what Mega Man can't jump over. Oh, yeah, So a okay, lot of the, right, like, right. this would be really hard. I'd have to find, like, seeker blocks. I can just be like, or I can just jump really far. Mm -hmm. um, I've seen a few Sonic, like, Green Hills levels. Those are always really clever. And I think you did the same thing I did when you have the Sonic amiibo on and you spin jump at an enemy. 
yeah, instinctively. Yeah, because you it feels like you should be spin jumping at an enemy to kill him, but in reality, it's still the Mario rules in that you have to yeah. jump on top of him. So there were plenty of times where I was like, where I was rushing through as Sonic, and I would spin jump at an enemy, and it's just there goes my costume, yep. and I'm back to being tiny Mario. <laughs> but um, yeah, I I was thinking about I I played four or five like I guess I guess I'd call them amiibo specific levels at yeah. your house, like character specific levels. Whereas like one I was the Splatoon Squid, and another I was Pikachu, and another I was Sonic, and I felt like those ones, at least the ones that I got to play, were sort of hit or miss. Like, if it, it almost feels weird designing a level for one specific character because at the end of the day, it's still all Mario rules. So yeah. you still got to play it like Mario. And maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm just being nitpicky, but like, like, there was a Splatoon Squid level that was an underwater level that I had a lot of fun with playing. But then, yeah. like, the Sonic, uh, it was, like, Green Hill Zone, like, the first Green Hill yeah. Zone level. And I thought it was modeled okay after it, but I just didn't it really have enjoy the same it. fun. Yeah. Because well, you also don't have, like, the loop-de-loops exactly, and exactly. the springs. Um, it's fun playing with the different characters, having all those 8-bit skins, because they look yeah. fantastic. But it just... It's some of those levels I feel like are trying too hard to be modeled after. Like every time I find a Zelda level, I'm kind of like, well, it's not top down. Yeah, um, yeah, that's a good point. But I, all in all, it's so much fun that it's so much fun having access to all those eight bit amiibo skins. Basically, yeah, it's it's, it's really enjoyable. It's probably it's probably my favorite part of that game actually just being able to play as an 8-bit pikachu yeah i also love if you have the classic mario amiibo it gets you a uh, skin or a filter rather so it's like a crtv so it looks oh. like an old wow i didn't yeah, even know that it's that's really, really cool. cool that's awesome uh that's really fun the only thing i'm kind of wishing it's two things one of them is being nitpicky about the amiibos i really wish each one had like a, a a weapon almost. So like hitting B would like instead of shooting a fireball would like Pikachu would shoot lightning or like Link would swing yes. a sword. And that's sort of what I'm talking about. Like it feels like some levels that are designed specifically to be for these different characters would benefit from having yeah. character specific uh, like movements and attacks. But at the end of the day, like that's again, that's kind of us being yeah. nitpicky, and it's like that's not what this game is. It's a Mario right. Maker game. And I do wish my last thing, and everything else is perfect. This is just me being like, if I had one more thing, for sure. Uh, I want to be able to watch people play my level, right? So badly, I want to see them do it, um, especially because I've made some tough levels that I'm surprised yeah. people have given me stars for. I also want people. It's kind of the same thing. I want people to be able to see mine. And I want the comments to be... And this is something they would benefit from having usernames and screen names instead of numbers because I would love to comment and just be like, I was the first one to nail it. Here's how I did it. And then, then be like, oh my God, you did it. Like, just a yeah. little bit more community I think would be really nice for this game. Granted, that's a double-edged sword of people being crazy and trolly and rude. But Sure, but yeah. No, I, I completely agree with you that those those numbers just sort of kill that... 
Well, because well, you won that searchability. It's right. Like, it's so going to be so much harder for me, hard. like, to find your levels than it that probably should be. But right. eh, it is but whatever. What it is. It's great. I keep losing five hours a day to it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because it takes time to make a good level, man. Mm -hmm. It takes time. You gotta... How long? How long do you think your longest level has? The one taken? I'm working on right now, because I just unlocked subterranean levels. That one's gonna take me a good two or three hours, because I'm trying to also make it like a Mario level and not just like look at all the Koopas. Um, the one that took me the longest is probably my castle level, and I think that one took me about ninety minutes. Wow, wow, Ded that's dedication. Um, you get into it, man. Well, last thing. <laughs> Did you ever uh, did you ever finish that Super Meat Boy level? No, God, no. There's <laughs> yeah, there's a if you guys remember Super Meat Boy, which is a great but punishingly hard uh, 2D platformer. Um, there's a really well done level in uh, in Mario Maker modeled after uh, modeled after Super Meat Boy, and it gets it pretty accurate, <laughs> and it's punishingly hard. Like I. I don't think I'll ever beat that nope. one. You you probably will, because, I mean, you actually were a crazy person and beat Super Meat Boy, but I, did. I never had the patience. Um, but all right, so with that being said, uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll come back and talk about... Uh, oh, some news. Yeah, LEGO some, some... Wow, sorry, I blanked there. <laughs> we'll come back and talk about uh, the LEGO Dimensions voice cast, which was just revealed, and it's fantastic so as always like comment subscribe subscribe on itunes and we'll be right back all right guys welcome back um Quickly before we get into the LEGO Dimensions news, I wanted to touch on something I forgot to touch on in the last segment, which was uh, the Super Mario Maker Smash Brothers stage that is coming out. Um, it'll be coming out on September 30th, both for the Wii U and 3DS, coming out, uh, yeah, as some new DLC for a game that just continues to get DLC, right? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's really cool. In the trailer, which you can see on YouTube... Uh, so at the beginning of each battle, a hand will appear and it'll quickly draw the stage. Uh, and the stage layout is randomly generated and it changes every time you're, you battle in that stage. So with the amount of stuff that's in Super Mario Maker, like there, there's just infinite possibilities for how the level's going to be laid out. Yeah. I'm fucking stoked for it. What do you think? I think that's one of the coolest things they could have done. The only way that could have gone in the only way it could get better is if they pull from the Mario Maker levels that people have made. Oh. That was wow, something I that's thought That's a really about. cool idea. Um I love that the hand redraws the blocks. Mm -hmm. I love yep, that that's it's really completely cool. random every single time. I just think it's a sweet idea. And I think you nailed like they keep treating the DLC for Smash so well. And so just at a nice pace, and it's like they and they think they were really smart now in retrospect to not be like, here's our DLC plan, because now you have just kind of a little treats almost. Yeah, like, and like just pop up. And this wasn't something we were expecting. At least I'd never heard anything nope. about it. I'm pretty sure this like it was just announced yesterday. It just came out as a surprise to pretty much everyone. And yeah, it's just another thing they're doing right. Like they're they're just rewarding the people who continue to play this game with 
new content. And yeah. it doesn't need to be giant level packs that are going to cost 15 or 20 bucks. Like, it's just nice that they're still clearly thinking about this game because of the community that plays it. And they're yeah. just like, hey, you know, we got this new game that just came out. It's already immensely popular. Let's roll that over into another immensely popular first-party title yeah. and give loyal players a little a little new content. Yeah. I just think they're knocking it out of the park. Oh, yeah. So that being said, let's get into the main topic for this segment, which is the LEGO Dimensions voice cast was revealed, and boy, is it everything and more we could have hoped for. I'll just quickly name a few... Uh, Chris Pratt, Allison Brie, Elizabeth Banks, Charlie Day are reprising their roles for their characters in the Lego movie. Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd are back for Back to the Future content. Peter Capaldi and Jenna Coleman <laughs> from Doctor Who. Gary Oldman as our main villain, which is sick. Like That's awesome. And you hear a glimpse of his voice in, uh, in the voice cast reveal trailer, and he sounds great. Um, Joel McHale is XPO which is basically the game's robot narrator slash guide. Um, and unfortunately, there's no Will Arnett coming back as Lego Batman, but we got about the best possible replacement <laughs> for him, which is the man Troy Baker, who's, good Lord, he's just in everything, and he always knocks it out of the park. And he, he basically sort of emulates Will Arnett's the style and cadence yeah. of Will Arnett's voice, but still putting his own Troy Baker spin on it. So, I mean, I'm I'm sad it's not Will Arnett because L Lego Batman is it's the best part Kevin of... <laughs> yeah, but I mean, Lego Batman was the best part of the Lego movie. Oh, without a doubt. But uh, if it had to be anybody else, I'm glad it's Troy... I'm glad it's Troy Baker. So I'm curious, with getting Peter Capaldi as the 12th Doctor, which is amazing, have they confirmed if they've gotten... Matt Smith or David Tennant for 11 and 10? I don't know. I was trying to find that out yesterday, and I couldn't figure it out. Because they have in that voice caster, like, Peter Capaldi, Jenna Coleman, and then they just cut, and they go, every doctor ever. Yeah, and I, was like, and I didn't know if that meant, like, just the characters or, like, or the, the actual voices. voice cast. Well, I mean, I can't imagine every doctor well, is still did. alive. One of them's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Several of them are no longer alive. Right, so I can't imagine that every... Every Doctor Who would be voiced by the original um, yeah. actor, but hopefully you'd get like some of the fan favorites like David Tennant and Matt Smith. That back. would be great. That is really cool. I would love Even to. as someone who really never got super into Doctor Who, I still think that's really awesome. And I also love the touch they added of whenever you die as the Doctor, you come back and regenerate as another one. Did, I didn't see that. Yeah. That's really cool. And then, because um, each doctor, if, I don't know if you know, if you've watched enough of the show or if anybody listening doesn't know, every doctor has a different TARDIS. Right. So each one has a different style. And whichever doctor you are at the end of the level when you get back to the TARDIS, it will change into that doctor's TARDIS, mm -hmm. which I think is the greatest little touch for that whole experience. Definitely. So uh, my main question to you, um, because if you recall... Uh, a long, long time ago when we first started doing this podcast and this game was uh, officially announced, we kind of had a segment about it and we were, we were talking about whether we were actually going to get into it 
actually play this game, you know, we've already been sucked into one Toys to Life <laughs> uh, movement with Amiibo, and you and I were both kind of like, well, it's a cool idea, but it's not really going to be my thing. You know, I never got, we never got into Disney Infinity f for good reason, because it's just too much. A lot. But um, well, my question to you, does this change your mind? Here's my thing. Gameplay-wise, all I wrote down for LEGO Dimensions cast in my notebook was, oh my god, yes. Mm -hmm. I'm on board for all of that. Sure. The writing, the direction, all that's going to be great. I'm sure the game itself will be amazing. LEGOs as a like collecting item or as a like thing to display never quite hooked me. Like I love building LEGOs and I like having like the Millennium Falcon yeah. or... Uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy ship, or the mm -hmm. Death Star, these big epic things that you can build. But like the figures themselves are always just the little yellow dudes with claws. They look great yeah. and they're fun, but I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna dive in and get a thousand of those to be like, look at all my Legos. That one's Doc Brown. Um, so I could see myself picking up the game, and this is one instance where I'd, I'd love it if I was able to play all of those things without the need of the toy. Ah, yep. I, like I kind of feel it. the same. Yeah. I, see, I was thinking more if it was just like, if I just had the ability to sort of, because a lot of the a lot of the characters you're gonna have to buy with the level packs, right? Right. Which make them more expensive. It'd be yeah. nice if I could just be like, well. I really want to play this Back to the Future content. Can I just buy an individual Marty McFly? Uh, toy with the with the right. base and just pop that on my starter pack and call it a day and then I'm playing the back to the future content but I don't know if that's initially gonna be a viable scenario they've is it? stacked it and I would need to look at it again I didn't write it down unfortunately but they've stacked it so that some of them are like the big starter packs and then I think there's like character packs Okay, and so there are character third packs. Tier. Yeah. So there are characters. So there's the starter pack, which is a hundred bucks. Right. A little steep. I was thinking it was eighty, but it's a hundred. Um, but then there are level packs that are thirty, and they looks like like the Back to the Future level pack comes with uh, the Lego Marty McFly, comes with his hoverboard, and the DeLorean time machine, which is pretty cool. Um, and then. It looks like, okay, yeah, it looks like there are some f what they're calling fun packs, which, like, yeah. for Back to the Future, there's a Doc Brown fun pack, which uh, which includes Doc and, oh, that's really cool, the, the time machine train, yeah. which is fantastic. Um, okay, so, so it does look like we're going to be able to get some of that, yeah. but it only looks like it's certain characters, like, just going through the drop-down boxes... On Amazon, it looks like there's a Bart Fun Pack, which is just the character, uh, Aquaman, Bane, some Lego Movie characters. But it looks like to get yeah. some of the major characters, you're gonna have to spend thirty dollars on those level packs. So, yeah. man, if we're talking, if I just want to play Back to the Future, like that's a hundred for the starter kit and the game, which is understandable. That's thirty for the level pack to get McFly, yeah. and then another fifteen to get Doc Brown. That's, yeah, it's a little steep. That's basically all said and done, like a hundred sixty bucks after it's, tax. Yeah, the the entry to get into this game is too steep for me. Yeah, I. Um, it would have to be a. For me, it's gonna have to be like a. 
back to, uh, wow, a back to the future. No, it's going to have to be a Black Friday scenario for yeah. me where maybe maybe you can grab the starter pack for 80 instead of 100 and like the starter pack and you can get like 20% off a yeah. level pack or something. Then if I can, if I can all said and done get one whole thing for a hundred dollars like including like one of these level packs that's probably when i'll pick it up but yeah initially like considering it comes out in two weeks <laughs> not, not even yeah it's not happening <clears throat> i there's just there's just way too much to play for one right. i'd never well, could justify and we have, i was thinking about this with the sorry to interrupt you but i was thinking no. about this with mario maker and lego dimensions and even disney infinity not even including games like Metal Gear and Fallout, these giants of games. But we're starting to get to a point where we're making games that don't ever have to end or have another one. Like, Mario Maker never needs a sequel. It never needs anything else. It has everything it needs. It can just get updates. Lego Dimensions, every time you want to add an update, <clears throat> introduce a new Lego thing. Mm -hmm. Disney Infinity, every time you want a new level, introduce a new wave of characters. Right, but to be fair, they don't do that. No, they don't. They do it for... 18 months to like 12 to 18 yeah. months but then they announced the 2.0 3.0 4.0 etc blah 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 it's just curious to me that we're getting to this interesting point of gaming and how they're making it with toys to life where you can kind of it's just a game now that just evolves with you endlessly mm -hmm. um and then on the other side of the spectrum you have fallout 4 and metal gear solid 5 that are just giant worlds that you need to conquer and it's it's and i can get those for 60 instead of 160 yes that's what that's sort of what it boils down to the fact that all said and done i'll be able to pick up fallout halo and like just cause 3 which will probably get me 600 hours worth of gameplay i can get those for essentially what getting the Lego Dimension starter pack plus the yeah. Back to the Future stuff for, it's kind of hard to justify that to myself and to my wallet. getting with a Lego game. Like it's, That's true. And, I mean, those, it's good. Those, I mean, yeah, I, I, Is I actually... Is it 150 bucks good? I can't <laughs> justify saying yes to that right now, no. That's, yeah, like I said, Black Friday purchase for me most likely, if not... Wait, like maybe probably even waiting until next year when there's some kind of price drop on it, or yeah. I can I can snatch it off Amazon for a for a good deal. Yeah, but that voice cast though, man, it's, it's pretty sweet. I mean, it definitely definitely makes me rethink my stance on it in terms of like I do want to play it at yeah. some point for sure. And before I was kind of like, eh, don't care, but yeah. now I'm really interested in it. I didn't expect the voice cast to be. As uh, oh, as great as it actually is, yeah. So that's a no for you right off the bat, though. It's it's, it's too big of an entry price. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I can't justify that ticket. And I also know that I wouldn't just be satisfied with the starter pack. Yeah. I think that's gonna wrap it up for uh, another episode of Two Player Split Screen. Um, yeah. As we've said in the previous videos and the previous segments, make sure to like, comment, subscribe, share our videos on YouTube. Uh, Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or any of your other podcast services. We're pretty much on them all. And, of course, next week look for episode 15 when we'll get into some yep. other things that we'll decide on later at a later date. But, that being said, for Blake Schultz. 
Later, guys. And don't forget to uh, Facebook. We're just Facebook.com, two-player split screen. Mm -hmm. Like us there. Follow us on Twitter. Everything oh, else. And, of course, check out our new website, ModernNostalgiaProductions.com, where you can find links to everything that we're doing, including our new podcast, the Star Wars Book Club, uh, which the second episode should be up on YouTube. Uh, by if, the end of the day. If not, yeah. If not by the time you're hearing this, by 24 hours later. So yep. look for all that good stuff, and uh, we will see you all next week. Later, guys.